In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. My brethren, on this day, the Church places in front of our eyes the Holy Family of Nazareth, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. And in doing so, the Church has a twofold intention. First of all, the intention of the Church is that we come to admire the example of the Holy Family, the harmony that reigned in that home, the love and respect of St. Joseph towards his wife, the love and respect of the Virgin towards her husband, the care of both towards Jesus, and an example of obedience of the Son of God towards Joseph and Mary. What an amazing subject for contemplation. We see St. Joseph, who takes care of Mary, who is his wife, but at the same time, is not. Because she belongs more to God than to Joseph. In this virginal marriage, of Mary and Joseph. They were always for each other, like brother and sister. And St. Joseph also takes care of Jesus, who is his son, but at the same time, is not. Jesus is the son of Joseph according to the law. Yet Joseph is not his father. Joseph had nothing to do with the conception of the Lord. As you know, the Lord Jesus Christ was conceived miraculously by the power of the Holy Ghost in the womb of the Virgin Mary, without the intervention of men. And yet, Joseph takes care of the child as his own. What a beautiful example of sacrificial love that we see in St. Joseph towards the Savior and his mother. Joseph is the guardian of both Jesus and Mary. What a great mission! What a great privilege! And we look also at the Virgin Mary. And what do we see in the life of the glorious Mother of God? We see that she takes care of her duties. She sweeps the house. She cooks. She does the dishes. She sews. And in all humility, she subjects herself to Joseph, her husband. And above all, she takes care of her great treasure, 
Jesus. So even though all her activities seem to be very simple and small, yet she did it all with a profound spirit of religion and piety, in such a way that she became the queen of all the saints. By doing her simple duties of every day with an extraordinary love for God, with an extraordinary charity. And we learn that what matters is not so much the greatness of the action that we do, but the love we put into it. That's how God measures our actions, by the love, by the charity we put into them. And then we look at the child Jesus. What an amazing example of obedience. The Holy Scriptures say, and he was subject to them. Who is he? He is the creator of all things. Who tended to be subject to his creatures. Just imagine the Son of God obeyed Mary and Joseph here on earth. And in this way he gave an example to all children, to all of us. That we are to respect and obey our parents. If the Lord did, so should we. Sometimes people wonder about what Jesus did before his public ministry. Well, as a, as a good son, he helped his parents, he helped St. Joseph. In his duties as a carpenter, and he learned with his hands the same profession. And he helped his mother with the house duties as well. So, what we see in the Holy Family of Nazareth is admirable. We see God sweeping the floor. We see the Virgin Mary preparing the meal. We see St. Joseph working in order to provide for the Holy Family. That house was indeed a piece of heaven. But my brethren, Admiration, admiration is not the only intent of the church when she brings to us the example of the Holy Family. When the church places in front of us the example of the saints, she does not wish to excite in us only admiration. That would not be enough. What the church wants above all is to bring us to the imitation of their examples. 
the imitation of the Lord and the saints. So the twofold goal of this feast is that we admire the example of the Holy Family, but also that we strive to imitate it. Imitation is the best way to show our love and devotion. Little prayers here and there do not mean too much. They do not mean too much. If I do not strive to imitate the examples of the Lord and the saints. Devotion without imitation can be rightly called a false devotion. And that's why today we are called to look at the Holy Family as an example to our families. An example we should not only admire, but strive to imitate concretely. Here we have an example that husbands and wives, parents and children should follow. My brethren, we have to keep in mind that our vocation inside our family is the path by which we go to heaven. Our salvation passes necessarily through the duties of our state in life. Which means that if I am married, I need to be a good spouse if I want to please the Lord and go to heaven. If I have children, I need to be a good parent. If I have my parents, I need to be a good child. And we cannot forget that. So don't fool yourself. You can pray all day. But if you are a bad spouse, if you are a bad parent, if you are a bad child, you are not pleasing the Lord, period. We will not make our salvation if we don't care about the duties of our vocation. In the epistle of St. Paul that we read today, he says that whatever we do, in work or in word, we have to do it in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Which means that in the accomplishment of the duties of our state in life, we have to have God in mind. Knowing that if we are serving our family, we are serving God. Whatever you have to do in your life, as a husband, as a wife, as a parent, as a child. Do it for the love of God. And you will be working for your salvation. The example of the Holy Family shows us that the secret of holiness is not so far away. 
We just needed to do what our state in life requires us to do, but for the love of God. And then these actions will become means of sanctification for us. What a hidden treasure that we have in our everyday life. So we are called to be holy here and now with all the challenges we have in front of us. But we should not give up because the grace of God is there to help us. In the verses that follow the peace of our today, St. Paul tells us what God expects from each member of the family. So now let us listen with attention, because it is the Holy Ghost himself who speaks through the mouth of St. Paul. And he is speaking to each one of you. He says, Husbands, love your wives and do not be rude towards them. Wives, be subject to your husbands because it is fitting in the Lord. Children, obey your parents in all things for this is pleasing to the Lord. Parents, do not provoke your children to anger, lest they be discouraged. So, my brethren, here we have what God expects from a family. That husband and wife work together for the harmony of the family, that one should be able to talk and to listen to the other, that they pray together and put God first in their lives. God expects that children be respectful to their parents. And let me remind you that this is not an option. This is not only a nice thing to do, but it is a commandment of the Lord. The Lord didn't say, honor your father and mother if they are perfect. But our Lord said, honor your father and your mother. So our parents deserve our respect by the simple fact that they are our parents. Even if they are not the best parents in the world, they deserve our respect no matter what. Of course, when we become adults, we have more liberty to say no sometimes to what our parents ask from us. However, even in saying no, we have to be respectful. God expects also 
that parents should correct their children. Parents, please be mindful of the obligation you have to correct your children. And you would be sinning if you knew your children were doing something wrong and didn't correct them. So parents have to correct their children. But at the same time, there should always be moderation in the correction. Because the goal is not to punish, but to amend out of love and not anger. So my brethren, let us keep all these things in mind. So we may have peace and reconciliation in our families. Sometimes we see parents who do not speak to the children. Sometimes we see children who do not speak to their parents. What a craziness. We need humility. Because pride is the cause of all division and contentions in our families. We need humility. So may the husbands look at St. Joseph and follow his example of sacrificial love for the family. May the wives look at the Virgin Mary and take her as their example of docility towards their husbands and care towards their children. And may the children look at the child Jesus and learn to be obedient and respectful to their parents as the Lord was to Mary and Joseph. And may we all learn from the Holy Family to be simple in the way we live and to care more about our life of prayer and piety, to care more about the love of God than anything else. So may the Holy Family of Nazareth, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, protect each one of our families. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.